I mean, we have so many big cuisines just in this area. Like, we're really lucky. Yeah. Yeah, like, very lucky. Yeah, like, um, there's a Cuban restaurant, like, right down the road from here. and I think I know which one you're talking um, about. Yeah. yeah, and it's bomb. Yeah. Um, God, like, Dos Luchos or... God, I don't even want... I, I, I might sound bad, but, you know? Like, <laughs> Save trying, yourself. Yeah, Save yourself. I should just kind of yeah. just keep it in good this is like the first interview i've kind of met with somebody that i didn't really know you know like we mm. we've had classes together i think we shared video together yes and then we shared um the 520 class too with, with kyle yes yeah so we, we had two classes back to back did we have one were you in um audio were you in podcasting one too i was not no oh you should definitely well that's do. right up your alley yeah I mean, that yeah was, that was that's fun the perfect class yeah that was fun so before we get going let's just um let me yeah tell me about yourself tell tell everyone what you're what you're up to okay um well my name is han uh grew up in uh, south seattle representing the south end community um right now uh we're in the same grad program we go to communication leadership uh some extracurricular stuff that i do is i uh kind of participate in a club called Makfai kung fu dragon line dance association one of the student instructors there um Outside of that, I'm like a freelance videographer, photographer, graphic designer. Also graduated from the University of Washington for my undergrad. And, well, here I am. So, Dude. just yeah. That's dope. So, so, you're from Seattle. Yep. If you're comfortable sharing, did you go to high school around in Seattle then too? Or did you go Rainier Beach side? Because I heard that that's where you went or lived by. Yes, yes. Um, so, I went to uh, South Shore K-8. through eight. Okay. Um, did go over to Rainier Beach for some high school classes, but attended Cleveland High School um, for my four years of high school. Did you do sports over there? I did, yes. What, what sports did you play? Um, I did cross country, swimming, soccer, ultimate frisbee, damn, football, and um, I think I think that's it. Oh, and basketball, basketball, basketball too. So Cleveland, you guys played. Seattle Prep, correct? Did you guys? Yeah, we did. My we cousin did. actually played for them, and he, I remember he said that. I didn't even know Cleveland was a school until I was in high school, you know? Yeah, yeah. And um, he was like, oh, yeah, we played Cleveland. So I was like, for some, you know. Oh, for what sport? For what yeah, sport? yeah, and basketball, actually. Basketball? Yeah. Okay, yeah. But he's like six four or five years older than us, so okay. he probably is at a different year. But that's, it's it's pretty cool. I actually played for, um, I played at a small school, yeah. our tribal school back in Tulalip. Um, that was the first year I played. It was my senior year. Yeah. And I played football there too. And man, sports, sports was fun, man. High school sports. I feel like it's starting to get more interesting as I get older. Like yes. not in a weird, creepy way too. People <laughs> before someone's right. like, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Like, oh, this guy goes to high school games. Uh -huh. But like, I think that was, I think it's getting fun. Cause like, oh, my cousin plays for that team, you know? And, um, but yeah, so to start off, so like you, what interested you? So you did UW and what did you graduate at UW with? Um, I graduated in American Ethnic Studies, um, as well as art, specializing in photo media. So Damn. yeah, video so, and photos. Where did you start? If you could take me down the, like the alleyway, basically with graphic design, because I saw your work in in class, and I was like, I'm like a, I know graphic design just through just making thumbnails and like essential stuff, like simple stuff. Right. right. But when I saw your guys' logo with the lion, correct? Yeah. 
it was intricate. So if you could kind of bring me down how you got into that. Like the whole pathway of graphic design? What yeah, just how from start to finish. Woo, asking the <laughs> questions. So um, I got interested in graphic design back in like eighth grade um, or like seventh grade, actually. One of my, uh, so my mom, she teaches at the University of Washington. Okay. And she had one of her students who was also really interested in graphic design come down, help me out to like do a film project back when I was in middle school. And one, I was really appreciative of that because he took time out of his own day to just talk to like a middle schooler uh, <laughs> <laughs> and like, you know, help him out on like a project that was just like kind of like whatever. Um, but one of the key things I remember was he opened up like Adobe Illustrator and started making like custom, um, custom like uh, vector forms as well as like putting someone's face onto like a muscular body you know what like stuff like that and kid. Then, as a kid it's just like yo what what are you how are you doing that <laughs> like take me through the, all the steps yeah. and it's like well first you take you know your pen tool you do this and you add the curvature you know basically things i was like uh-huh uh-huh um to the point where like wait that's actually so freaking cool um what ended up happening from that is just self-exploration just kind of gain the product itself like adobe um illustrator photoshop premiere and since middle school i've just been exploring those programs mm -hmm. thankfully at cleveland high school they kind of have like a project-based school mm -hmm. where i was then able to apply those skills into group projects so if any point right in any group project oh we have an option to do a video yeah i'm gonna do a video Hell yeah if there's an option to submit an art piece then all right that just gives me a reason to further explore these programs um then what ended up happening is, uh, you know, UW, right? Like, I, I, this is where I want to take it. Yeah. And then, and so with that in the undergrad, then you said that with the same thing with um, masters, I'm guessing, because yeah. like, you're like, I already got these skills. How can I take it another step? That's kind of like how I went. So was that similar to what you did? Pretty much. Yeah. It's like, uh, it's like you go to, uh, for me, Cleveland High School is like a STEM school. So engineering, um, math, sciences, um, which is funny because I graduated from that high school knowing that I didn't want to pursue those things. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah which, which is cool because, you know, I guess I'm not entering college with, I guess, uh, the mentality of like, oh, you know, I, this is what I really want to do and figuring out not really what I want to do, um, which is great. And not to discredit Cleveland High School or anything like that. Like, it's amazing in that sense. So yeah, enter that same type of way, that same mentality of like, just gotta keep moving forward. I know I'm good at this. I wanna take it to the next level. How can I do that? I wanna be surrounded by people with the same mentality. So, yeah, yeah, that's that's definitely what I feel like at Communication Leadership. Yeah. Um, to be honest with you, like it's hard for me, like, after, like I'm kinda like a pandemic hungover, you know, or I don't know if that's the right terminology to say. <laughs> yeah, uh -huh. but like, um, it's kind of hard to get back out there again, you know, now like the mask mandates like gone, apparently like the COVID, you know, is like apparently no one wants to think about it anymore. And when I look at something like our uh, master's program, it's pretty like, you know, get involved, meet with people. And I was like, what a better way. I was like, you know, what? I should just reach out to you. Cause I was like, this guy's pretty similar to what I like to do. And, um, it was so cool to see your project in class. And, um, so I, so you said you do, you're a teacher at Kung Fu. Is that what I heard? Student instructor. Yeah. You're a student instructor. So does that mean you teach from 18 under or like 12 under or? Um, just means as a student of the club, I kind of help instruct the Kung Fu portion. And the students that I teach are from a range of ages, like 
three years old to uh, I think around 18 or so yeah. to even my age. But yeah, just, you know, I've been there for five years now at the club. Dude, and yeah. So like, so yeah, that's super cool because I, I did Kung Fu as like a kid, like a really young kid. Okay. I did like, I don't know. like What style? What style? It was, oh man, dude, I'm not trying to be. <laughs> it was, it was, so my mom, it was kind of like the funny story was my mom's like, you're going to get involved. And yeah. I was at the time I was, I'm kind of a smaller kid at the time. Right. And I was like, she's like, you could do football, you could do wrestling, you could, or you could learn an instrument or you could do something else and come to me what you think. And, you're like, yeah. and I was like. I don't want to do any of them. Yeah. And I was like, I'd rather play Guitar Hero. Yeah, And my gotcha, mom's like, gotcha. you can't do that. So there was enrichment classes where they would come in and uh, my mom did a drum making class. Like, you know, I don't have a Dreamcatcher version here, but she did all that. But she's like, you have to take two. And the other one was Kung Fu. And I was like, 10 at the time. I was like, dude, I'm doing Dang. this. Wow. So I do it for like a month. And then I was like, I like this. I got my yellow stripe and like kicking or yellow or stripe belt you know stripe i don't know if that's the term right terminology um it was for kung fu for kids that's where i went kung fu for kids. yeah and then um i went for like two <laughs> months and then i was like man this they didn't really teach much kung fu i mean i felt like i was more of a babysitting because i was so young yeah, yeah um but it was it was it was a good time i got to meet a lot of people so that's kind of my introduction mm -hmm. to like what i know but are you into martial do you go advance into that so i know you're a teacher do you like compete or do you do other um mma or martial arts um well specifically in the kung fu world there was like a seattle kung fu martial arts competition um where you just kind of compete in a traditional form not so not against one another but how you perform a form um which that was before the pandemic and you know our team along with my like kung fu teammates like yeah we we all got like first place and yeah at the competition uh but outside, I guess, like the Kung Fu scene, um, one of my friends, he's really interested to like the fight scene. So like we train together doing boxing. Um, we've learned like a little bit of Muay Thai. And I think our like the ground game, like striking, okay. But the mm -hmm. ground game is something we got to work on. Oh, dude. Yeah. But like, I'm just kind of there as more like a lifestyle, not so much um, like getting into like MMA or anything uh, like sparring related too heavily. Um, but more of the training aspect and the discipline to it is what I'm there for. Yeah, there's actually uh, Matt Chess is up the road. That's like, a, um, I don't know if you're familiar. You might know him from, Matt yeah, Matt Chess. It's like, a, they have like jujitsu and all that kind of stuff training up there. Oh, gosh. Gotcha. I was thinking, I was like, man, I want to get into that. And I just haven't gotten the courage to do it. Yeah. Um, my buddy was like, dude, just do jujitsu. And I was like, man. I don't know. So, That's a whole nother yeah, like, beast in yeah. itself. Yeah. And I've been watching a lot of UFC so like you know like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. so i'm like you know what? i should try it uh -huh. out nothing to the point where like oh i could see myself being right. in the ufc but you um, like put someone in an arm bar or yeah or you're like yeah you know you know how it is like yeah <laughs> my um one of my cousins one time he told me when we were really young mm -hmm. we were always kids like wrestling around and you know like you know how it was as a kid you know you're wrestling with your buddies and when you guys get older, you guys want to start fighting, you know, don't be going to get in fights in the bar or anything. Come here if you want to fight and fight, fight here. I was like, oh man, I'm not trying to fight my uncle, bro. Yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> I'm going to lose. Uh -huh, uh -huh. So it's, we were like 14 and we're like, well, I guess we're not wrestling around here. Yeah. I guess that kind of sounds bad now that I kind of say it out loud. But um, yeah, man. So, so, no, so you're doing a documentary. That's one of the main things I wanted to hit on here. All right. Um, 
so you're in video and that's a that's a beast of itself like mm -hmm. you're saying with mm -hmm. um photoshop and then you said you like to do videos yes um so how did you dive into the documentary was it from the class where you're just like i'm gonna tackle this or were you kind of already like i'm gonna do this with my master's program and kind of use those skills i just i'd love to hear how you went through yeah. it yeah um so in regards to the documentary the mock insider building community and culture that was kind of kind of a surprise kind of planned uh, kind of planned because before class i knew i want to take jacob's video class i knew that for sure i didn't know what assignments were going to be on it so i preemptively asked my uh you know mock teammates hey let's just do some interviews uh send from the camera i'm gonna ask you a series of questions and i wanted the theme to be around community mm -hmm. and i didn't have anything structured than that i just asked questions similar same questions to each teammate um then you know my sifu he asked me questions too it was a little different and i filmed all this stuff and it was just in my hard drive you know mm -hmm. nothing nothing there i just figured like okay i'm gonna just plan ahead and then whatever jacob has our professor um, has planned for our assignments. I'll then pick and choose and you know, we'll just get these assignments knocked out mm -hmm. So as you know, we had the the uh, subject matter expert video yep. the promo and the uh, mini doc mm -hmm. Which I was like first off awesome mm -hmm. got all the footage for both all three of these things but then for the mini doc The thing was like three minutes. I can't respectively like sure I can do I can do the three minute doc Which is what I did but with all the interviews that I gathered uh, it just didn't feel right to just leave it only okay after everything we've done three minute documentary mm -hmm. so that's why I was a little bit of surprise like okay I guess mini doc understood like we got keep in the three minutes mm -hmm. but okay I'm gonna do this as an extra thing get all my friends right that I interviewed previously and we got to do this right so out of respect for everyone's time as well as just the respect for the art and the culture mm -hmm. like to produce this documentary and then when it ultimately happening is, you know, contributions from the team, their input created this 60 minute documentary Dude. thing. So, so how much time are when, you know, when I look at like clip space and hard drive space, yeah. um, how, how big was it? Like how much, how many times did you trim it down? I should say, cause it's 17 minutes. Yeah. Cause I'm you sure know, you, you know, you know how it is with yeah. podcast work, right? Yeah. Cause you have like a long strip of audio and then to condense to like, what's going to be for the audience, mm -hmm. understandable, the storyline within it. So in that aspect, it took about like five sweeps just to get down to the actual story. Um, so I'm talking about like, I think an hour plus of footage of like collective interviews, right? Going through every single clip and then sorting it out from everyone's stories to then figuring out like, okay, this was the good take, what's usable, what's not, to then taking those usable takes, putting it all onto the usable timeline. Mm -hmm. Then from the usable timeline, abstracting like okay this makes sense with one another uh, we're going to put uh this part here the other teammates question right here their answer right here then taking those pieces making another timeline and then we get the 16 minute reel so condensing from one hour to 16 minutes and then you already know yeah 60 minutes then you add your b-roll yep then from adding your b-roll you add your color textures to then figuring out like oh wait i kind of want to add this graphic so then you add your graphics elements in the front and in the back then your credits um <laughs> you're right it's right you're walking me through something and i, I appreciate how you're explaining it too because there could be some people listening that are like i've never really thought of it like that you know yeah. like they probably think of it as like you know an art i'm not saying anyone's like they don't 
comprehend it, but like you're yeah. saying, like to bring it down from here to here to here yeah, is like multiple days of work or, you know, even yeah. like at the end, you're like, oh my God, I should have gotten this, you know? And it's like, yes, with yes. all of that, you still can somehow be like, I could have had this graphic or, but like, I think you did a great job. I mean, I saw you promoted on Instagram and um, it was cool to have that time, that um, countdown. Yeah. So I was like, oh, Thank we got to get you in here. Hey, hey. And um, I noticed when I initially um, scheduled like for the 20th and I was like, then you're like, wait, how about this Sunday? I was like, that would make more sense. Cause it's like, you know, when people release a book, they want to have the tours around after. Yeah. Yeah. There we go. There we go. So that was good yeah. intuition right uh-huh. there. Um, but yeah, man, I mean, something as cool as a documentary. So what, um, what was your favorite part about recording it or what was the hardest part you faced? I should say too. Um, however mm. you want to answer, but, um, yeah. Okay, my favorite part recording it was just having my friends or uh, just, let me redo that. My favorite part recording that was just having my friends in front of the camera and answering these questions. And I think what really made me so happy about that was their willingness to help. Cause they know I'm really passionate about video and they know this is like, you know, something that's part of my career, my skill set, And like, they just have this, um, which I'm really grateful for, like the sense of appreciation for what I'm doing as well as like, for me the same way, like they're coming out of their time to help me out with those things. And I guess the second part that I really enjoyed about it was things that may seem untouchable, untouchable at first, like getting into the video scene, it's pretty hard. You know, there's a lot of things where people might hit you with a lot of terminology, different types of um, skills that they expect out of you. And some people might find that really intimidating. I know I did. Um, but for them, right, if they're also interested in art or want to pursue something similar to like the video, like I'm here, like, yeah. hey, you want to hold the camera, hold the camera for me and like get this right here. That's a great shot. Maybe a little bit lower. Like they're right there step by step. And I'm just like shadowing a little bit. Yeah. And it's also that like mentorship um, mentality to it. So it's like really, it really feels awesome to help out in that sense. Do you feel like, oh, sorry to interrupt. No, you. no, you're good. You're good. Do you feel like that situation of you giving back? comes helps come from like your upbringing of course and who you are but also that one guy who helped you out yes when you were in middle school exactly that that no exactly Mm -hmm. yeah Uh, and and i mean it always circles back to that because again he was going out of his way to uh teach me these things and maybe i didn't fully understand it but it's the fact that it was happening and he actually was there to teach me these um these like different things and i want to make sure i like provide that back to the community that like helped bring me up i'm gonna do the same thing so uh, yeah that's you know that's what i I really admired about jacob's class too he was really um hands-on i should say like as much as he could be like hey like the i didn't go to the extra credit uh shoot but i I think you did i saw the picture he posted and um to see you know that experience be given to like and have the opportunity Mm -hmm. i think was really cool you know as even though i wasn't there even though to have that opportunity like yeah. I should have went. I think I was working, honestly. And, um, but it was cool to see that. I was like, wow, like he, he said he was going to do it. He fell through. Yeah. And then, um, you know, it was just really inspiring to see. And I think it made it a little easier to do the work in his class. Yes. Because I could see that he was so about it. You know, I've definitely had teachers in high school who were just like, you know, here's this, here's a packet. Learn. <laughs> uh huh. You know, yeah, go home. <laughs> yeah. We have questions. Yeah. I do too. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> like, so I think that's what was really cool. Yeah. Um, no, you bring up a great point because Jacob really went out of his way to like, 
hey, we're gonna go do some hands-on work, ask me anything about the process right now, mm-hmm. which is not something you can fully do just in a classroom setting, like you were saying. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because yeah, sometimes they have lectures, they're like, no, we're learning about Easter Island right now, you yeah. know, you can't, you know. Um, that's somewhere I really wanna go, actually. Yeah, have you ever thought about going to Easter Island? Uh, I have. Yeah. Really? Yeah, I, re- I would like to go, dude. Yeah. If you ever go, we should link up sometime. Oh, no, Easter say less. Say less. <laughs> I was telling my girlfriend about it. Um, I was like, "Yeah, I want to go to Easter Island." She's like, "Oh, where's that? Like in South America?" I was like, "Yeah, but it's like sixty miles off the coast." Mm-hmm. So I feel like, honestly, though, if I were to ever go out away, you know, that would be that would be a way of pushing it. You know, because you're on a little plane, you're going over the Atlantic. Oh man, is that Pacific still down there? Uh, yeah, that would be Pacific. so. Still going over the Pacific, yeah. But yeah, that, where is somewhere that you would really think about going? Um, I would really want to go back to like Hong Kong or like Guangzhou, like back to the motherland, mm-hmm. pretty much. Have you uh, been there? I have. I have. How many times? I've been two times now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was over like a study abroad at UW, actually. Damn. Yeah, and it, it's it's just awesome, dude. I've never left the the country well i mean i've been to canada right you know but does um, that count we're from seattle i know know yeah washington (laughs) area is like a nice clean seattle you know okay so (laughs) let me talk to me about that because as Uh you know i may even have people who've never left the state you know the city or even the country for that matter um do you have any um did you know anyone there um did you have a set thing in mind that you wanted to go see when you went there how was it what what's i'd love to know um well one thing i would tell you is the food outside of america is 10 times better no way we get we get treated with disrespect <laughs> here in the states y'all know this like yeah, yeah. yeah if you if you go over uh really just out of the country um it just i mean not to disrespect like okay yeah this is home yeah. but the food mm-hmm. like 7-elevens mcdonald's like i'm just naming some of like the popular stuff starbucks and other countries really like i guess over in asia specifically really good um i guess other than that yeah i went over for a study abroad um first time as like just a student second time as like uh also in a as a mentor so like a ta position and yeah it was a set thing to kind of reconnect with your roots it was through american ethnic studies so for a lot of students who are tagging along um they have ties to asia or they're like direct descendants from, uh, or like their ancestors are from China, from Vietnam, um, from Taiwan, from different areas of like Southern China to like um, just all around just East Asia. And that's what we're learning about. So you would learn about the history of the area. You would visit the places over in Asia, and then you would come back and do a presentation of like, you know, reconnection or connecting history to the present to how you're interpreting it from now. Did you do a video? I didn't do a video. Oh. I didn't do a video. I did a presentation. <laughs> I know, right? I know. I know. I was about to say, we can yeah. show it. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, you know what I've actually heard? Um, I actually had a friend who was gluten-free. Or no, he couldn't. Or, or whatever. The, I forgot the, the actual um, allergy. But he can't have uh, gluten. That's what I should say. Mm-hmm. And um, he went over to Europe. And actually, he was able to eat bread there. So it's like... I yeah it's yeah. like is it bread that we're eating here is it the ends like what is wrong with it here and like you said you know it's home I get it you know there's yeah. great food here yeah but like are we putting that much chemicals in it to the point people have allergies that I can't even eat bread here mm. and he could have a loaf of bread and 
France? Yeah. Or maybe he could also be full of crap too. Right. You know? <laughs> well, 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 I mean, I, I think there is a lot of truth to that because, uh, I don't know, I think, I don't know, we have such strict guidelines here. I, I'm not really fully aware mm-hmm. of this subject matter, but it's just the fact that, hey, I'll, I'll tell you my experience. Went over, I think it was over in Hong Kong mm-hmm. and they were like one of the street markets, right? Mm-hmm. And they're saying, sorry, I can't sell you this fish. Hmm. And I'm like, why? Because it's been in this tank for a day. Wow. And I'm, I'm just like, no, that's that's okay. that's still fresh. <laughs> yeah. It's like, no, it's like, it's not fresh. It's not good. Damn. And I'm like, wow. See, I guess it's just uh, in that aspect, right? Mm-hmm. Um, there's just a different standard yeah. um, where they're going out of their way to make sure that, hey, this is the freshest thing right here. Because uh, like even with fruits, like they're not trying to give you something that's like, it seems like hours. Of course, I can't speak for all over like in Asia, but it's just that. A different sense and of course the food is amazing <laughs> just i'm telling you it just try anything what's your outside. favorite dish like what are you, like when you say food is amazing uh-huh. what's the first dish that comes to your mind oh my god there's so many things there's so, <laughs> well fish right now is coming to yeah. my mind so like steamed fish mm-hmm. like any sort of seafood was just awesome mm-hmm. yeah um i mean i went over to hainan which is uh one of our tour guys was saying it was like the hawaii of china wow yeah uh which they had like amazing amazing seafood selection Damn. but there's this one dish specifically in hainan like hainan chicken rice mm-hmm. which is just basically like white rice mm-hmm. but with the hainanese like chicken flavoring so it's like you're eating like chicken but it's rice dang yeah and it's just like those simple things is like wait it's like chicken rice like seasoned it's, chi- it's se- seasoned chicken rice yeah huh like a like a top ramen kind of seasoning but like wait like obviously like beyond yeah that. but it yeah and the, yeah to picture it, it's kind of similar to that yeah. wow yeah you know like i'm a sucker for good rice man like yeah you know anywhere you know that's kind of the f- all the carbs yeah right? yeah and it's like there was this other there's this other um i think i was listening to a podcast it's like mm-hmm. every everywhere you go is gonna have like some sort of grain in a in a protein you know yeah but obviously that's there's only like four things what healthy fat protein carb and obviously yeah, some yeah i was kind of like duh you know but then it's kind of like bread and meat and i was thinking like rice and meat is such a i always gravitate towards probably the pasta or not pasta the rice in a protein rather than potatoes in protein and a lot of people you know would probably disagree and say i'd rather have steak and potatoes but Man, dude, I'm a sucker for like chicken and rice, man. Yeah, in yeah. Any form you can get it. You know? I, I mean, again, yeah, it depends on your upbringing, like what carb you kind of prefer. Mm-hmm. I'm the type of dude who put carbs on carbs, you know, <laughs> I, like bread, pasta, rice, <laughs> you know, like whatever crazy combination there is. Uh, yeah, dude, I'm the same. Like people say that with burritos, actually, because yeah. I like from Chipotle, obviously, mm-hmm. or other places. Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, I gotta have rice in my burritos. They're like that's like grain on grain. I'm like, dude, yeah, I still like it. You gotta do it. You know, it's necessary. Um, so you're from here, Seattle. Mm-hmm. I'm a big, um, huge teriyaki fan. Huge. Yes. Yes. Always have been. Favorite place. Yeah. Where is it? Oh man. Yeah. That's what I was gonna ask you. Oh. Because oh. I've had some misses. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I should say, what makes a teriyaki place good to you? Like, what is your stand? Like, do you walk in and you're like, oh, uh-huh. the setting doesn't matter to me. Mm-hmm. Like, I'll walk in and like if it even smells a little bit and the food's good i'm like uh-huh. you know what it's willing i'm willing uh-huh. but the best place i've had was actually near my work and it was teriyaki bowl and that's still like a chain and um I, i'll be honest i haven't been much in seattle's chinatown to be honest with you like mm. as much as i'd like mm-hmm. um but where's your spot in seattle or if it's not even in seattle nearby 
what is a place that you feel comfortable sharing you know got you no um well i went to cleveland high school and any cleveland person will tell you um during advisory period you call up this one place you drive down you pick it up and you eat it back at cleveland um is i love teriyaki i love teriyaki yeah now is that the best place i mean i don't know uh I mean, I would say it's good. It's really mm-hmm. good because one for the convenience, they're really fast, and as well as like it's just it's just really tasty. I usually get the salmon teriyaki, you know. That's like, your favorite. I, I like that one there. Yeah, uh, but yeah, no, that's that's like local, right next to the the high school. Um, the other place I really like is um, what's it called? Toshio's Teriyaki. Mm-hmm. It's the one right near Dearborn, Rainier uh i think that one's specifically a family chain mm-hmm. they've been there for a long long time there's a to- toshio's that's what it's called toshio's teriyaki there's like a tasha's teriyaki i don't know if they, they could be different mm-hmm. there could be like maybe a chain like right down the road mm-hmm. um i would look it up but i don't like to mess up with the things sometimes because i do it wrong but um yeah i mean i'm a sucker for it so to- toshio's that's what toshio's yeah i need to check that out and then what was the other one um one by cleveland i love teriyaki dude i gotta try both of those yeah. because i've been trying to find some places to eat because i'm from up north mm-hmm. and um have you been up to marysville area to, like ever marysville a few times yeah Yeah. so i'm over from Tulalip. that's where my tribe's from mm-hmm. and um so we have some you know decent teriyaki spots there but nothing really to hit home mm. um but i will say around here food wise i think we have really good mexican restaurants here mm. um as to comparative like my girlfriend's from new york you go to new york they have a lot of things we don't have like they got i can go to a place in new york get a good slice of pizza mm-hmm. basically anywhere or you can go get wings and they're basically good anywhere mm-hmm. but there they have not much mexican food and it's like here like we have teriyaki we have that culture which is i'm not saying they don't because i'm sure they do but that's what I think that's what's really cool about Seattle, you know, the variety of food we have. Oh yeah, the Seattle scene full mm-hmm. of food um is it's really good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the cuisines that you can kind of access. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm from South in Seattle, so mm-hmm. the 98118 like we have Kingway Plaza which just already contains a lot of Vietnamese restaurants, mm-hmm. Chinese restaurants. You go a little bit down like maybe uh um we call it White Center mm-hmm. or over by Renton area. I mean, mm-hmm. you're tapping into much more like the Mexican style restaurants mm-hmm. as well as North, North Beacon Hill. Mm-hmm. That's a very big community right there. Um, then, you know, like you said, the teriyaki, mm-hmm. then the, the Chinese community, right? With a lot of Chinese restaurants. Um, Filipino food mm-hmm. is really big here too. I mean, we have so many big cuisines mm-hmm. just in this area. Like we're really lucky. Yeah. Yeah. Like, very lucky. Yeah, like um there's a Cuban restaurant like right down the road from here. And I think I know which one you're talking about. Um, yeah. yeah, and it's bomb. Yeah. Um God, like Dos Luchos or God, I don't even want I th- I, I might sound bad, but you know, like, I'm <laughs> Save trying, yourself. Yeah, Save yourself. I should just kinda yeah. just keep it at that. <laughs> um that's the thing with some podcasting, you know. Um yeah. to be honest, I, I usually I listen to it I listen to the whole thing mm-hmm. and then um I basically remove, like, if you say, hey, man, I brought up teriyaki spot, I want to blurt it out. Uh-huh. I would blurt it out, obviously. Yeah. Yeah. But other than that, it's pretty, like, raw. Yeah. Um, start to finish. But, um, yeah, man, podcasting is dope. Um, I've definitely been in the game to the point where I'm trying to elevate it more mm-hmm. and more. Um, with, I think, is the the video world. And that's what I kind of wanted to ask you. Mm. Um, as someone who's in video, um, what do you recommend for someone who's like, I'm looking for a camera that could basically record longer 
than like 30 minutes mm. and i know like they fill up and it's just sd card but um what do you record with um i use a sony a7s2 mm -hmm. uh that's like a full mirrorless camera mm -hmm. um but yeah that 30 minute drop mm -hmm. is what separates a dslr to a video camera because mm -hmm. otherwise it'd be a dedicated video camera if it went over 30 minutes but they do that thing where it chops off so mm -hmm. Yeah, which is like, why? Yeah, that's what I yeah. wondered. I was like, if my iPhone can record longer. Yeah. I mean, obviously yeah. it's an iPhone. But like, I think that's why I like it because it's so seamless. But I think, you know, like to have like a video camera like right in the middle would be dope. Mm. Um, yeah, man. Like, I just really think the whole world of that is something really cool. So to jump back. Yes. I'm jumping all over the place. That's all right. With your graphic right. design, were uh -huh. you the guy who was like making the memes in high school? Oh, <laughs> like, were you that guy? I was not that guy. No way. I was not that guy. But, but I love making memes within my friend group. Yeah, of but, course. But it's not like I'm making memes, you know? Okay. I mean? Yeah. So you saved yourself a little bit. Save myself. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I will laugh. I will indulge a good meme. Yeah. Am I really making the memes? Really, you know? <laughs> yeah, I'm right there though. I'm right there though. I, I asked yeah. that because a lot of people who get into Photoshop and um, graphic design, I've noticed. Yeah go into that route especially in high school when yes. i, when I kind of yes. learned a little bit i was really bad mm -hmm. and i'd actually get made fun of for making memes like <laughs> um because my buddy you know um, yeah. i'm just gonna say his name because he wouldn't care but my buddy nate actually he was the better one at photoshopping uh -huh. and um i would always try to like get something out before yeah. he would and he'd always have one ready or with our friend group yeah what's up with that yeah like our friends just <laughs> and it's be photos of yourself yeah. be photo of your other friends yep. right already memed um, yeah, which is crazy because now I think the meme culture is that's just what it is. Everyone yep. has memes just on deck. You just open a folder and you got like, <laughs> like several Patrick the Stars and yeah. SpongeBob memes. Like, okay, you know, I don't know how it took off. Like, yeah, you know, I'm guessing what year did you graduate? 2017. 2017. I was 2016, so we're around the same age. Okay, and um, I should say we're basically the same age. Yeah. Um. I was like kind of in the upbringing of like, you know, the bad luck Brian's and stuff. I'm kind of starting to sound like a okay boomer right now, <laughs> you know, <laughs> but like bad luck Brian and stuff like that was kind of like memes with us. Mm. And then it slowly transitioned to like the SpongeBob memes. And yeah, it's cool to see like, they're like serious now. Like people get upset. Like I've seen people lose jobs because they're making memes about their bosses. Wow. Yeah. And I'm like, That's, yeah, another Why step. take it that way too? Why take it that way? <laughs> I don't know. It's like the Mr. Incredible memes now. Yeah. It's like, yeah, the pre-animation and now animated face. Like, it's I, like the levels to it is insane. Yeah. And some people who aren't really like fully invested would be like, what the heck is Mr. Incredible? And why does it right. matter if it's like darker? <laughs> yeah. You know? <laughs> like, and you're like, look at it. You're like, dang. Uh -huh. And then that's a meme in itself. Yeah. Then you're like, you just put that phrasing right there. Boom. Yeah. yeah. And it's like a whole nother world of, you know, that. So, mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. with memes you know and looking into the future how do you see your future like after masters taking you where do you mm -hmm. where do you picture yourself going with it or do you not know because i don't know oh wow yeah <laughs> like at this point right now i can't give you a hard answer mm -hmm. but what i can tell you is uh, my aspirations is to be like a, a director of photography mm -hmm. so being a cinematographer of some sort um working with cameras you know capturing the angles mm -hmm. um to even just some maybe even just being an editor yeah and hey i feel like once i get those experiences under my belt it'd be really cool to be a director of some sort i don't yeah. know whether that's in commercials uh takes me to hollywood yeah maybe some netflix series of some sort 
Uh, definitely not the adaptations. No, definitely not the adaptations. Well, you, wait, you're not. You're not. I'm not. I just, I just say that because you know, how, like how uh, with the legend uh, of Korra, like Avatar, Aang, yeah. and stuff like that. You know, how they always keep messing up on those adaptations. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Like the live action stuff. Although, hopefully, this one for Netflix series for uh, um, you know, Aang and everyone, Dude, and the crew. Yeah, I got high hopes. Yeah. So here's something with that. Yeah. My girlfriend's from a tribe in um, New York, mm-hmm. and she directly knows the person or knows of the person who is going to be Katara. Oh, in the last, in yeah. last Airbender series? The, yeah. Whoa. So it's going to be... So she's really hyped. Too, so we're both yeah. really hyped. Yeah. yeah. And I haven't seen, actually, all of um, Korra yet. Mm-hmm. I saw all of the Airbender. Um, actually, like two years ago, I had to watch it through. I don't know if you have. I guess I kind of assumed you. Uh, yeah, I watched all of just them. Just with what you yep, said. Yep. Um, so, um, yeah, um, it was intense because when I was a kid, it would just be on Nickelodeon and I'd be like, I've already seen this episode. I can't. Right. You know, right. My, my mom asked me if I wanted the DVD set and I was just like, no, I'll just watch it on Nickelodeon. Big mistake. <laughs> <laughs> because everyone kind of ruined it by the yeah. time I got older. Yeah. And then I was like, two years ago when me and my girlfriend started dating, she's like, just watch it with me the whole way through. Mm. And then it was like an ultimate experience, you know? So, um, but core is pretty dope. Yeah. Um, but I also have high hopes. So anyway, yes. anyways, yeah. yeah. How about, how about, let me just redo that yeah. real quick. So my aspirations to be like a director of photography, a mm-hmm. cinematographer, um, working with cameras all day, mm-hmm. um, to taking the next way, maybe it's like being an editor, mm-hmm. but I would love to be a director of some sort, whether that's a uh, director in commercials, Netflix series, um, Hollywood, wherever mm-hmm. that kind of takes me. But I'm just kind of leaving that open. Um, mm-hmm. I'm not trying to close any doors. Um, but yeah, it's, it seems like with anyone's video journey, it's never going to be like a straightforward yeah. path. And I'm sure that's with podcasting, with mm-hmm. radio as well. It's not always um, something you can just kind of follow career-wise. You mm-hmm. just kind of learn, you pick it up as you go, um, and you start networking from there. And I guess that's where I'm just trying to take it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I guess we'll just see. We'll see yeah, what that, happens. That's yeah. exciting. I think that's what's so cool about it. You're like in love with the journey, mm-hmm. you know, because there's also like, I know a lot of people in other majors like, oh, I'm going to be in business. I'm going to be a CEO. And if I'm not a CEO, yeah. I, it's, it's a fail, yeah. you know, or if I'm not, um, I don't know, medical, something medical, you know, yeah. it's a fail if I don't get there. Mm. And I think that's what's really um, exciting about that. And also in those job forces, too. But like in ours specifically, like you can go like, you could totally take a right turn and Mm -hmm. go, I'm going to be a hardcore editor. I'm going to be a graphic design and be in that director of that. Mm -hmm. Or or someone says, hey, Han, I really loved your documentary. Mm -hmm. Why don't you come shoot this documentary that springs here to another small company? It's like, you know, like I really like that answer of how you could take it basically where you want to go. Yeah. And um, that's, yeah. Yeah. Go ahead. I was going to say with like your line of work, our line of work, right? Mm-hmm. You just kind of have to be multidisciplinary by nature of it because mm-hmm. you have to know exactly, hey, if if you were to work with an editor, mm-hmm. I know if I have to redo a take, I'm going to redo it right now. Yeah. And then that saves your editor some time. But you know that because you were an editor once before. Yeah. Then, you know, if you were like a director of some sort, you know exactly that, hey, I need to give direction to my cinematographer to stand right here for this shot that I specifically want. Mm-hmm. And But you know that because you're a cinematographer or like a podcaster once, mm-hmm. and if no one gave you that direction, then you wouldn't know exactly. Mm-hmm. So it's it's like you go through all these progressions mm-hmm. and you carry that with you and that fuels your experience and the experiences that you give to your other person, to your teammates, to your cohort, your colleagues, 
you know, totally. it, it just fuels more of your own experience as well. It's like, yeah, you learn one thing yeah. and you learn like 10 other things with it, you yes. know, because with yes. this, I totally thought I'm just going to learn how to record and I'm going to learn how to post it. And is Hell it ever no. that simple? No, it's never that simple. <laughs> it's like, you got to learn how to do lighting. You got to learn how to, you know, how yeah, it goes. I can right. tell you, sit here and tell you what I have to learn. Yeah. But then I would bore everyone. Yeah. But, um, and that's the thing. There's so much work and Jacob mm -hmm. stressed this too. There's yeah. so much work behind the scenes. Mm -hmm. And that's the thing. Uh, there's, there's respect to all the artistry behind it. Mm -hmm. Um, and even though it's just like, maybe what we see is just 30 seconds right it's more than just 30 seconds it's yes. like yeah it took a day and a half it took planning yeah planning yep yeah and um something actually i kind of had an experience where i kind of had some um feedback one time mm. and i i should just say it was a, a past job and somebody came in and they were like hey i want to do this yeah. i want to be a podcaster i'm like dope you know i support that yeah you know yeah and um they came in, they kind of bring, brought me everything, showed them. Mm -hmm. And they told me, they're like, Hey, after it was done, they're like, I don't do anything. I don't edit. I don't do any of this. And I, you're going to do all that. And I was oh, like, Whoa. Oh, I was like, oh, I, <laughs> when I just signed up for it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's like, you realize I wanted to say this. I didn't, I said it in a nice professional way, of course. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that's the fun and most best part about it you know i like right. i would say you know like that, that's the cherry on top is being in front of the camera like what we're doing talking yeah meeting someone but then like the hours of editing and all that kind of stuff no one wants to do right but it's like you got to do that stuff to benefit from that you exactly know? or like get to a point where you can have someone actually do it for you mm -hmm. like you said be a director of some sort yeah um but i think that's a common misconception you know like just like how people say oh Doctors only work two days a week, but they're working two 24-hour shifts. You know what I mean? So it's like... And then behind the scenes too. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So I don't know. I never thought about the medical route though. Yeah. Well, I thought about dentistry a little bit though. Okay. I okay. did. I... Well, what changed? Okay. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'll bring you down that. Yeah. So yeah. I, I got this uh, dentist book as a kid. Uh-huh. And I think it was kind of partly like my mom's like, you should be a dentist, you know? Mm -hmm. And I was like... And she didn't overbear it though. Mm -hmm. It was definitely like, if you think about it, I support you. Mm -hmm. And she got me this book and I was like, this is dope. And then I kind of went through and I was like, in high school, we had a communications course and that kind of switched the whole course. I see. But, um, recently, like two years ago, actually, I got another dentist book, which was similar. Mm -hmm. And I was like, man, I'm, I'm kind of knee deep in this communication and I really enjoy it. I feel like that's a total left turn. And, I also read, and I, I, I think I made an excuse for myself mm -hmm. that they're like one of the top ten most depressing jobs in the depressing? world. Yeah. Wow. I never. I was like, every dentist I've kind of met is kind of like in a good mood. Yeah. But the, I guess it's like I read about it, and it says it's because like nobody likes you. I was like, I feel like if I met a dentist, I wouldn't well, be damn, like, that's, <laughs> that's 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 yeah. yeah. I was like, <laughs> like everyone who comes in, like you're yeah. gonna be telling them, mm -hmm. essentially, like this. You know, you have no cavities. Cool. That's like the best good news you could give. Yeah. Other than that, you're saying, I got to give you a root canal, bro. Yeah. You know? Like, yeah. Well, I mean, you in that sense, right? Is that really your fault? You're just exactly. kind of, you're telling them their own reality <laughs> that they made for themselves. It's yeah. like, bro, you should have been brushing. Yeah. Like what's happening? What's happening? Yeah. So what other jobs have you done? If you, um, so I know like you're, what I can tell you're satisfied in what you do now. Mm-hmm. 
Um, and you also did a pop-up store yes. at the UW. I'd yes. love to hear about that because I'm thinking about starting a pop-up store of some sort. Your juice, your juice brand. Dude, yeah. I was thinking about yeah. it. Um, so let me know how that is for people who don't know what pop-up stores pop-ups? are. Okay. But I know your clothing line is not a pop-up store. Um, just explain like the small business and whatever you're willing to share, of course. Okay. Um, sure. I could talk about like a little bit about our brand. Yeah. And then the pop-up experience. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So um, I'm a co-founder, one of the co-founders of Perseverance Clothing. I'm wearing the hat right now. Mm-hmm. Um, we started during the pandemic. So it was like August of 2020. Well, it's my Sifu and I. Yeah. So we were just kind of talking to each other. Um, Royal, that's the name of my Sifu. He was really interested in like just starting a streetwear brand yeah. um, overall. Just like, hey, I want to start a clothing line because there's similar clothing lines around the nation that kind of only specialize in like a lot of line dance, um, pride and appreciation. Um, but I guess for us, how we want to like separate ourselves was a little bit more Chinatown centered. Our origins are in line dancing, but we're going to uplift like the Chinatown community that we're from as well. Um, not saying other brands don't do that, but it's just, that's kind of what our focus was specifically. So August, 2020, right. That's the rise of like anti-Asian hate, um, as well as black lives matter, as well as like, peak pandemic where everyone's just like Chinatown's dying kind of um so this brand sparked out of that and we decided to name it perseverance because we want to like showcase resiliency Mm -hmm. like we're still here and I mean if you look through um like I guess the greater BIPOC history right always resilient and that's what we want to showcase and from there like we just started making collections it's just more of a passion project and we started realizing people really unifying with this brand with the brand name with our designs so that ultimately led us to going to this pop-up shop um on the 9th and i was at uw and what was really cool about that is asuw um the asian makers mart they wanted to um give other asian um asian americans like a creative space to showcase their work And I guess that's the other thing too, right? During pandemic, how can you even do that during any space? Um, But beyond that too, right? Just being a creative, having a place to go and showcase your work means so much, especially just for people who walk by and to get asked questions goes a long way. So just having that experience to like, hey, we're gonna lay out our clothes. You know, like it's like a little mini setup store, right? You get to bring your clothing rack, you know, you showcase your designs, people ask you questions you make a sale, you make a series of sales. And it's just, it just feels really nice. And to know that one, like, hey, you're you're experiencing this, but you experience this with other creatives in the same space. Yeah. So it's like a little shared community and you get to talk to them too about their art crafts. Um, it's It was just an overall fun experience. Dude, that's that's amazing. You yeah. know, like, and um, basically my tribe back home, we have Boom City. You know, we sell fireworks. Boom City. Yeah. yeah. Have you been to Boom City before? I haven't. Yeah. So we sell fireworks down there and that's kind of like similar to like pop up. And mm-hmm. my cousin does, um, he has a clothing line too. Like he does pop ups so he goes to like powwows and stuff. And um, it's such a cool thing to be a part of. Um, I always like helping him like if I can stand there and sell some sweatshirts for him. Or, yeah. And I think it's cool is because people are coming to you. Mm-hmm. And how often do you get to go to Nike and see Phil Knight there? selling his brand right so like you have that exact like um it's like another step closer to knowing who the brand is Mm -hmm. you know and i think that's what's really cool 
um, like, hey, like, can I get a picture with you? Or, hey, like, I love the shirt. Yeah. And you directly get to hear it. Yeah. Rather than, you know, like in the pandemic where it's somewhere like, hey, um, I don't have Venmo. I don't have this. Or, you right. know, like there's all these uh, barricades. Mm-hmm. But I think um, that was really cool. I didn't get to make that either. That's another thing. Like I was telling you, I want to get more involved. And I was thinking, um, do you play basketball? I do. We yes. should start like a like a com lead basketball group or like meet up. You know, it doesn't even have to be serious. You know, um, there was. Was actually, there? Yeah, that's I was in a com lead basketball group. No way. There was a com lead basketball Dude, group we got for the IMA. No yeah. way. You know, Kelly, uh, Kelly Yamada. No. Uh, well, she she hosted the uh, the bar meetup mm-hmm. at the college inn. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she she's the team captain. Dude. Okay. Well, th- that's that's good to know. Now I now, now I you know be, now, now I you know right involved. yeah we're, we got we got shoot some hoops then yeah yeah I actually just got my I I said this like last episode mm-hmm. my um basketball shoes were stolen out of my car what big time I rookie mistake um I was parked down at the Ave yeah and oh already yeah already yeah. so it's like and I have tinted windows I was like, I had my stuff in my trunk I was like it's good yeah, so this is good. I'll tell you the story it's good I moral of the story is long story short my shoes got stolen but the day before i noticed someone broke in but they didn't bash my window in thankfully mm. i noticed all my change was gone it's like ugh, all my change gone at least that's all they got yeah closed up le- came home yeah and then the next day i was like i'm gonna go to the gym and i was oh, like then, oh, it, then no. it hit me i was like yeah oh and then i was like oh i even had a speaker in there too like a like a bluetooth one yeah and my my dumb ass had both pair of my basketball shoes in there for some reason. Like I was like, I'm gonna bring them both. So it's not just one. It's <laughs> yeah, it was both. That's of them. insult to injury right yeah, there, man. And it was oh. just salt on it, and I was like, damn, like. Right, right. And then on top of that, they took my football cleats. I was like, dang, like. Wow. I was so used to. I'll be honest. Where I, I went to school at Wazoo for um four years to get my undergrad, mm-hmm. but I'm from here, mm-hmm. and over there I never had to worry about it. You know, and over back home I never had to worry about it, but. On the Ave, I was kind of like, it's only going to be an hour. Right. No one's going to break in an hour, but you know, they're probably watching. As soon as you turn that corner, they're right. So. Oh, that's super unfortunate. Yeah, man. but. Uh, I'm sorry that happens to no you. No worries, man. Yeah. But it was just, it, it reminded me like, you know, basketball. Yeah. got to get some new shoes. Um, what are you hooping? What kind of shoes do you hooping? Uh, funny thing is, I'm still hooping the same high school shoes. Are you? I, yeah. Which ones? Uh Hyperdunks? Yeah, like hyper the hyperzooms. Hyperzooms are they lows or are they highs? They're uh, highs, highs. Yeah. We might ha- might have had the same ones. What, I had some my, white my ones. colorway was like red and they had like um I don't know, some some ankle arch thing. I Dude. I wish I could tell you more. I'm so bad at this. Dude, oh. when you see them send me a picture okay. next time cuz I might have had the same ones in high school. All right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah well, there we go. That's I, what I have. So I customized mine. I made mine all white oh, and I put God. red on them and I thought they were this, oh, the dang. coolest thing when I yeah. was in high school. And then I and then I even like had like <laughs> so they were high top whites. Yeah. And then I wore long white socks. Yeah, yeah. So you're just looking like some Autobot, <laughs> right? Just, Dude, I thought it looked so cool. Yeah, yeah. Now looking at it now, I was like, man. <laughs> <laughs> That's what's funny. Like, yeah, I thought yeah. it was just so cool right like back then you're like dude yeah this is this is the drip you know like this is the new wave i really thought that was it man yeah i was like that's okay it's okay it's all right though you know you like, know right right <laughs> right you know Glad no, it happened 
I definitely think it's a meme in one of my friends' phones somewhere. Mm-hmm. But they probably nice enough to not show me. Yeah. Or, you know, back then, it's like the diamond belt thing, you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Yeah. Or like bedazzling. Type. Like, yeah, there, there were things back then. You get your lanyard, your lanyard hanging outside your pocket. What was what was your thing that you're like, this is just dope. Uh, no one's messing with me. Oh, dang. I don't know. Oh, you, well, you know what? I love those. The I love hater socks. You know oh, what I'm talking about? Yep. Yeah. Those, you were you're, a big haters guy? Uh, haters? Well, I just had one pair, but it'd be like, oh, I'm, show, I'm showing a little bit of my legs today. <laughs> Yo, we're, we're getting that. We're going to show that real quick. Did you wear the booby bracelets too? Oh, no, I did not. My, my brother was big on that. He's yeah. younger though. Oh, okay. I'm yeah. trying to think of high school trends that were just cringy. Um, yeah. I can think of middle school ones, but I, I kind of give a bypass to middle school like everyone's kind of weird in middle school anyway. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah where everyone's like, trying to figure it out yeah, yeah like i don't i can't really make fun of anyone in middle school because i had a bowl cut i had like okay yep yep same i had a bowl cut and yeah. i rocked the v-neck like a D- oh my v. oh my god but i wore a t-shirt under it oh okay <laughs> so it looked like a tuxedo <laughs> you're just really fancy dude i thought yeah. it was just i made this post on facebook uh-huh i uh, made a group and um, that's when, you know, making groups was cool. Like, people would actually see it. Now you make a group, yeah. everyone's like, is this guy all right? You know? <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah. it, um, it was like, wear V-neck day. Like, three people did it. And I was like, I am like wow. a revolutionary. Yeah. Trendsetter <laughs> at this point. I mean, inspiration for everyone. So that was kind of that story. Yeah, yeah. So your documentary mm-hmm. is out now. Yes, it is out now. Yeah, so where could people where could people find it? People can find this on Facebook. You can also find it on YouTube. And if you want links, there's also links in my Instagram. Dope. So check so, it out. I saw check you have out. two Instagrams. Do you have two? I do, yes. So um, you have a personal one, I'm guessing. Mm-hmm. And then you run, you also run your, your business as one. Yeah, well, my, oh yeah, you're talking about Perseverance Clothing. Yeah. Yes, yes. So you run that, your personal and the documentary has one there is a third one yes um the third one is my just my personal artist page okay so yeah Ecotech. i've i've had that since middle school mm-hmm. Ecotech. um and yeah that's just my creatives page mm-hmm. and that's just more than video that's also photography graphic design okay whole slew of stuff and then like you mentioned perseverance clothing yeah. its own separate identity than my personal that's that's still i mean i yeah. think so your other founder is your sifu yes so um that's dope. So like you're, you're in this. You know? <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, I'm looking yeah. at it. I like, guess so. Yeah, that's... You're, you're, I mean, shout out to you guys. Like because I know as much as it is just to do graphic design for a podcast. Yeah. To have a new design, or mm-hmm. even just for you to go and change the color and the eye, or however you're gonna do it, right? It's also a set of work. Yeah. Um, that's doing it. You know, and yeah. running the social media on top of that, um, and adding like you said in the class, the mm. website to, or the video to your website was a big change, you said. Huge change, that yeah. I didn't, you know, I, I've thought about making a pot, uh, website for this, which I did a long time ago. Mm-hmm. But um, I definitely want to make like a video trailer of some sort, you know, just after hearing that. Yeah. You know, like the traffic that could come through. Um, Do you have like the Adobe suite? Or? Yeah, I got all of them. I got, I got, I'm Adobe. recording on Edition right now. Okay, excellent, yeah. But I'll be honest with you, Adobe Illustrator is like scary to me. Like oh, Photoshop's yeah, yeah. easy to yeah. me now. Like if someone says, yo, can you put Russell Wilson in a Broncos jersey for me? <laughs> yeah. Which I'm pretty sure they wouldn't yeah. you know, from around here. But um, I could do that. 
Yeah. But Illustrator, I feel like it's its own beast. Um, I'll show you one of my logos after we're done recording. Okay. And, oh my God, you're going to be like, why did you put so much work into that? <laughs> so I... I don't know if you've ever seen a beaded medallion before, like what a beaded a beaded work. I think so. Or yeah. Native American beaded work. Yes, yes. Um, I have a beaded medallion on Photoshop. That's the DJP logo. Okay. And um, that's the one that's on Instagram. Mm. And I made individual beads on Illustrator, added a little reflection. Wait a second. Wait a yes. second. Whoa. And I put little beads in like a two thousand pixel thing oh. one by one copied and pasted it oh my god what dude i put it was like i put as much work into yeah. that than actually just beating it yeah and the actual beating work yeah. yeah and i remember my girlfriend was oh like what gosh. are you doing over yeah there? what's happening right and now? and i was like oh i don't know why i'm doing this and it like i know there's a faster way that's what pained me the whole time i was like yeah and i yeah. looked on youtube and um like you just want to convert this bead work into like a photo of it I into just, a logo or something yeah like yeah, yeah, I'll, I'll show you. I'll show you okay. right after this. Yeah, yeah, and, and real simple. But um, we're at about fifty-eight minutes, so I want to give you an opportunity if you want to, if there's anything I missed, you want to share or shout out, um, mm. whatever you want to say. Right now, yeah, okay, yeah. Uh, follow, follow us mm-hmm. at Perseverance Clothing, P R S V R N C. You can see on the side of the hat here. Mm-hmm. Uh, shout out to Makfi, and mm-hmm. uh, you can also follow us there at Makfi Kung Fu. Shout out to Ecotech, you yep. know, E-C-K-E-L dot T-E-C-H. Dumb. So, yeah. Yeah, man, that's what you got to do. You got to represent, you know. Yeah, well, I appreciate you, like, yeah. having me on and, you know, sharing platforms, really. Yep. Like, and again, huge respect for what you got going Thanks, on right man. here. And I appreciate the setup. Like, Yeah, dude, we got like, it come all. come on. <laughs> like, and the ring lights, what is this? Yeah, like, dude, we got it all here. Uh, it's, it's happening. It's my, happening. When I first started, I was...